0: And welcome to Damn, Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. My name is Doug, and these are my acute mental neuroses. We're going to get into all sorts of stuff this episode. It'll probably be a longer episode than usual. Not that anything bad uh, happened. Uh, no, it's all it's all good. It's all good. It's good. We'll start off with some boring stuff, and then uh, ramp into some really fun stuff. So, fire of doing. Um, I finished the uh, third season of Black Falls as written, just waiting for two and three to be recorded and processed and all that shit. It does bring closure to the entire series um, yet again, which I did at the end of quote-unquote season one, the original novella. But um, I left it open-ended in a way that if I decide to do season four, then I totally can. And of course, when I was talking to Deb about this uh, earlier this week while we were recording No Applause off-air, I immediately had the thought, like, oh, that's how I'm going to start season four so I think there'll probably be a Season 4. Um, I, I only have one idea for it, and it's not enough for me to really go on. Um, so it would be kind of fun to do a, a really long piece, I guess, um, or a longer piece, or maybe like two long pieces, as opposed to four really short ones. Um, so Blackfall Season 3 effectively wrapped up. The writing's done. Um, I've been binging a bunch of stuff, trying to play catch-up um, after tech death, and, you know, getting to where I need to be. I mean, I, I'm still... Huge amounts of episodes behind on Better Call Saul and Doctor Who, which is a weird one for me that I'm behind on that, but I'm all caught up on uh, the new episode of uh, Season er, Season Black, Orphan Black popped, um, I'm caught up on Twin Peaks, but lately I've just been going back and, and watching some old stuff, it's been a lot of fun watching Party Down and Rick and Morty, just, you know, laugh stuff, but trying to, you know, watch movies and try to get back into the swing of things. Uh, life, yeah, I've been firing off emails, returning calls. Um, Making appointments I need to make to uh, maintain the meat prison for my uh, almost unbearably beautiful ghost, um, and you know updating our website. There were a few pieces for Mister Wright that needed to go up uh, in their table of contents and a few tweaks and stuff. Um, and I started kind of thinking more about a little bit more about some of the landing pages, um, deeper into the website. So not the landing page, except the index, but um, some from some of the other um, pages. I kind of want to take another stab at, um, aesthetically. I've not change the, the whole site look by any means, but just change the layout of a few things and kind of mess around mm-hmm. with some stuff. Let's see. Uh, I guess one will lead into the other. Uh, so we'll start with, uh, I called her Ink Girl or Tattoo Girl, and I was talking about how we were gonna, uh, I had this thing, and, you know, I, I asked her out, um, in the end term, literally in, in a week. Um, I a- managed to win tickets, ask her out on an actual fucking date, go out on said fucking date, and we ended up having a great time. Um, I, I think I called her Miss Miss Sexy on the, um, no applause where we talked about it, because I took her to see Electric 6, which is one of my favorite bands, so I did talk about, you know, the show and all that, seeing Electric, uh, electric 6 again, and, uh, buying a totally awesome Back to the Future t-shirt, I can barely talk right now, um for no reason, but, uh, yeah, uh, she had a blast, I had a blast, Um, at one point, you know, she was like, hey, can we get some air, and we ended up just sitting on the patio smoking and and having a beer, and she was like, I feel so bad, like, you're not in there, like, jumping around, and I'm like, it's fine, like, I I can hear them, and it's not like I've never seen the band, I've seen them, like, five times, Um, you know, I mean, I could hear them, I was was good, and uh, she, you know, was like, no, no, like, you know, you got tickets. I'm like, I won them. It's not like I paid for this shit. She's like, well, I still feel bad. And I kind of reached and k- gave her a kiss. And I was like, you know what? Like, if literally, this is the worst moment of... Um, and I kept saying uh, our social outing together. Like, I kept dodging the words date, because I didn't know how that would make her feel. Like, I was like, if this is th- the worst of it, then great. And she, like, kissed me back and was like, okay, like, that's something I can handle. And we ended up hanging out till way late uh, at night. And, uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that, so, uh, don't use your imaginations, or do whatever you like, but I'm not gonna say exactly what happened. It was a great date, and I really like this girl, and we're trying to pin down the time we can go back out, so that's gonna be probably a time of recording, maybe, like, another couple days out. Work schedules and shit, I get it, um, but she seems really receptive, and, uh, instead of... Flowers and Candy, it's um, Groot Toys and Batman Comics. So I don't know why I didn't propose this girl on the first date, other than that would make her run screaming. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, like we had a great time. We talked about a lot of stuff. We met up for uh, drinks before the show. We uh, ended up running into a friend of mine, uh, and I introduced them, and my friend was like, she's fucking cool, and she's fucking amazing, and she's way out of your league. Like, there's. No way, if I saw you two together, I wouldn't believe you were some kind of internet billionaire or she was a, you know, that you'd bought her, which I guess was a compliment. But, uh, yeah, she she's great. Um, we had a lot of great talks about music and movies. And I was afraid she's a little younger that, you know, she wouldn't be able to keep up with the pop culture. But she, no, she's dead on, dead on, baby. And she sings dancing for karaoke. Oh my God. Almost. It's like I. It's that fucking Deadpool quote where it's like, it's like I made her in a fucking computer. And actually, if you are wondering how our date ended, um, I believe I make reference to it, a veiled reference, um, on this week's No Applause, Just a Clap. Fairly early in, because we are talking about that in Electric 6, but I do an increment quote that I'm not going to repeat here, uh, and it will tell you everything you need to know. So, go do that, not a crossover thing, um... Okay, well, I guess I said I'm supposed to be honest on the show. I just, I don't like repeating myself necessarily. Um, the, the quote was, Veronica Corningstone and I had sex, and we're in love, and we're gonna get married. Do you think anyone heard that? Yeah, Ron, you practically yelled it. So, if you're wondering what happened at the end of our date, there you go. Yeah, but I, I really like this girl. I really do. Um, I am not, I, I've been, it's been so funny, because I can find a way to deconstruct and ruin everything, Uh, because I've been running around the last, like, 48 hours, or however long, going, is this, is this what happy is? I don't like it. I don't, uh, uh, how do you normal people deal with this? Uh, can I go back to being dead inside? I know what that feels like, but happiness, ooh, uncomfortable territory for Doug. But no, it's good. I haven't been this, you know, giddy in a while. I mean, the whole joke was uh, when I liked this other girl. But it's a great line, um, you know, where the my coworker said, does she give you butterflies? And I went, no, she gives me death-head death head moths. This girl, I mean, really does give me moths. Um, that sounds like she gave me some kind of foreign STD that the acronym is moths. But she didn't. So, but I really like this girl. Uh, you can tell because I'm getting really defensive about it. I, I really do. And I, I, I hope everything works out. Um, but I'm not... I'm not getting, not going to get ahead of myself. I'm not going to get in my own head about it. I, I'm not going to ruin this. Um, and part of that is getting all of this out here on the podcast, where hopefully she will never hear it until we get married. And I go, "Hey, here, like, there's, like, you know, there's an excerpt from this. I'm talking about how you make me so happy, and I'm very confused by it." But I'm bringing her up uh, only, not only because kind of a. I wouldn't say life event, but, you know, something good that's going on in life, and I need to talk about that as well. Process my happiness as well as, you know, my depression and, and anxieties and all that. She is uh, a liter... L- L- Let's see if I can get this right since I'm already stumbling on it. I'm, I'm trying to think of the actual adverb. It's liturgy is, is the is the noun. So, liturgic. Liturgic? Uh, Christian which sounds like a cult, but um, all it means is that they're heavily into the rituals of, you know, showing Jeebus their love. And that's fine. I have no problem with that. Um, She said the last guy she was with, she kind of had a problem with it because he was an atheist. And, yeah, I've said I identify atheist, but, you know, she and I started talking, and I realized that my spirituality is a little deeper than that. Um, And by a little, I mean... There's more than none. I have I believe I've talked about my religious kind of experiences on the show, um, but it's it's been a long time, and we're on episode 191, which means nine more episodes till the unedited. But, um, so I, I kind of want to go back over it and how it pertains to this girl. And uh, so Miss Sexy and I are talking, and... You know, she's talking about, like, yeah, we do the rituals, and I go to church, that's very important, and I go, that's fine. I have no problem with that. And apparently, the guy that she was with before this, that didn't last very long, uh, was a fairly militant atheist, and I'm not militant. I don't like militant anything. I don't like fundamentalist anything. I don't care if you're Muslim, atheist, Christian, flying spaghetti monster, fucking Klingon. I I don't give a fuck. I don't like fundamentalism. I don't like extremist. I don't like militant. That's where shit goes wrong. That's when you get into these whole things with atheists and Christians that say, well, you're a fucker because you don't believe. And then atheists are like, well, you're a fucker because you do. And it's like, look, as long as you're not hurting anyone, I don't give a fuck what anyone does. The end. Uh, You know, and, and I made a joke with her that I said, you know, God and I have an understanding he doesn't fuck with me, I don't fuck with him, um, we stay out of each other's way, and when I die, he, you know, gives me back my rightful throne, didn't, but I think this dude that she was seeing, and I think what she kind of came up against was, he was like, how can you believe in this, how can you go through these rituals that, you know, to him, um, don't make any, not, not even, like, don't make any sense, but, like, are either hollow, or corrupted, or stolen, all of this, like, he came off, like, a brick wall, whereas when, should I start talking about it, I was like, well, you know, I had a really hard time once, in my 20s, um, no, it might have been in my really late teens, and I parked, and it just happened to be a church parking lot, I just pulled over, and kind of broke down, I was like, you know, I'm having a really hard, and I was just talking to myself, but goddamn, if it didn't feel like someone was listening. And I kind of like realized, I was like, oh, I'm in a church parking lot. It feels like there's someone listening to me, at least as a sounding board thing. Um, And that felt really nice. And was it God? Was it Yahweh? Was it the Jewish God, flying spaghetti monster, Odin? I don't know, but I felt a higher presence listening to me. Now, that should automatically take me out of the atheist fan club. But, I've also gone to a black mass, a satanic black mass. I've read the satanic bible. First half, actually not that bad. Not that bad. Look into it as, as a purely humanist uh, treatsy, and it's fine. Now the second half where it's like, and then you open the ninth gate and there's Balthazor and you will belch, like, fire from your balls and butthole. No, um, that's dumb. Don't do that. That's how D&D got a bad rap. Never got into Buddhism. I think it's great. I think every life is precious, but goddamn if spiders don't need to die. Um, and some people don't need to be, you know, flipped off. Sorry. Um, I I can't do it, I'm not that compassionate or empathetic, my bad, on even trying Buddhism. Um, I did uh, live the life, uh, live the life, uh, live the way of the, sorry, lived a life the way of a samurai uh, for about a month called Bushido, uh, which was actually pretty cool, Um, you know, I didn't carry on a sword and I was like, if I take the sword out, I must kill a man or myself. Like I must, like blood must be shed. Um, I didn't do that. I'm doing a lot of voices on this one. Sorry. Uh, but no, like you know, it was respect and you know, ba- you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say this: every fucking religion, it doesn't matter, and it's absolutely true. Satanism, Christianity, Judaism. I'm not sure about the flying spaghetti monster thing, but um, I'm pretty sure that's probably in there. Um, it, it, you know, anything. It's treat others as you would have them treat you. It's a fucking golden rule. And that's why it's golden. Um, so anyway, so my spirituality, I, I found out was... You know, we started talking, and we started talking about... Okay, so you felt a presence. Maybe not the presence, but a presence. Um, and, and she and I talked about, um, you know, preacher. I told her about the, the concept of preacher, which a lot of... I've got... I've got a, a someone... A, a co-worker who's a denomination I'm not going to get into, but he gets very distant, uh, both physically and socially, when I talk about the show Preacher, you know, because it involves God, or Lucifer, because it involves the devil. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, well, these are works of fiction, so maybe relax. But, whatever, he takes it that seriously, and that's fine. And I've got friends who are Christian, and, um... You know, they can watch Lucifer and realize it's a piece of fiction. It's entertainment. It's just escapist. It's not saying the devil's right or that he's even real. So, whatever. Uh, I, it, it turns out my spirituality, and, it, and like I said, like while this girl and I were talking, you know, I, I kind of went, you know what? I thought I was kind of a one-trick pony in terms of spirituality, uh, which, which would be no note, which would be atheist. I said, but you know, and not that she's converting me or saving me, By any means, that's not really in the cards. But I told her, I was like, I think you had this issue with this dude because he had this one very narrow viewpoint and very tunnel vision, very militant thing. Those were his quote-unquote beliefs. Whereas with me, I can talk about this stuff intelligently, passionately, and... We can still come to an agreement where I'm like, hey, this is what I think or believe, and this is what you think and believe. Maybe we don't agree, but that doesn't mean we have to be enemies, and it doesn't mean we have to call each other stupid, or wrong, even. I don't. I don't know if there's a fucking god not saying I'm agnostic. That's bullshit. They're hedging their bets, and they're assholes. And that I will say. Sorry, anyone who's agnostic and listening to this, but that's what I believe. You're, you're just, you're hedging your bets. It's it's You're splitting, you're literally splitting at, at a blackjack table, uh, making sure you win at one of them, uh, whether it's hell or eternal darkness. And not hell, like, just, you know, eternal, like, we rot, we're dead, we're, you're done. Um, I'm sorry, I, I think you're splitting your bets, and I think it's bullshit. Um, shit or get off the pot on that one. Pick us out of the fence. It's my show, and I, you know, get to be controversial if I want. But like I said, like it made me realize that maybe I am a little deeper spiritually, and I didn't expect that to come out of a first date. Uh, by the way, she ended up calling it a date by the end of it, so I'm totally okay calling it a date now. But this is what I'm talking about in terms of emotional growth, uh, psychological growth, spiritual growth, even on this show, that I originally started this to get everything out and process it and grow and hope that people maybe catch on that they're not the only ones going through a crisis of faith or a crisis of depression or whatever it is. Um, A crisis of depression? They're depressed or they're having a crisis of faith or that they have these strange thoughts about how Smurfs reproduce and I guess I should come back to that because that's been a topic I haven't brought up in a while, but here's the thing, folks. I'm still growing. I'm still changing. I'm still, you know, I'm I might be I'm I might be past pupa stage. I might be in the cocoon stage, and we'll see what the uh, the butterfly or death's head moth. We'll keep with that uh, analogy. I don't think moths do that, do they? Maybe I don't know. I don't know that much about moths really. Um, uh, they annoy me. And I get mad when they scare me because, like, they shouldn't because they're fucking moths. They're basically dust flies. Oh, fuckers. Anyway, this show has gone on long enough, I've decided, uh, because I'll be editing it and uh, I'm running short on time uh, in life. So, from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses. Oh, my whole point is I keep growing. And from damn Doug's Acute Mental Neuroses, These have been my Acute Mental Neuroses. Interrupting edition. Good night, Internet. If you liked this, check out some of our other shows like Mr. Right, Exotic Liability, and No Applause, Just the Clap. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and by searching for BACN on iTunes and Stitcher.